0: Everybody, welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. Today is Thursday, August 20th, 2020, and today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. We've got an amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Visit RockAuto.com right now and tell them that Locked On Say You. I am Detroit sports editor Noel Bianchi here today, as always, alongside longtime Red Wings fan Ethan Smith. Ask me what I'm doing. What are you doing? Eating Doritos. Eating Doritos. Or was. What kind of Doritos? Just nacho cheese, man.
1: Man. I don't know. The ranch kind of it's good for like the first two or three and it kind of gets old. That's ridiculous.
0: That's, that's that's that might be the worst take you've ever had on this podcast. I will crush uh, I would argue that the ranch get more addictive as they go on.
1: You seem like a kind of guy that would just crush an entire bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. Oh,
0: absolutely. But uh, honestly, if I'm going Doritos, my uh, go-to for sure is the like nacho cheese. Is probably like three or four on the list. Honestly, number one all time favorite chip of all time, like since at least ninth grade, is the spicy sweet chili
1: Doritos. Those are pretty good. Those are pretty those are good. amazing.
0: Tell me one time in your life that you've ever not wanted to have those.
1: Well, I've probably only had them like two or three times in my life. They're pretty good. Yeah, I know. That's insulting. Sorry about it. They are the best Doritos. The best chips in the world. I like the Frito barbecue twists. I used to get those. I couldn't tell you last time I had them, but I like those.
0: Those are good. Those, I kind of grew out of those. I don't know... I don't know. Like it had nothing to do with me up. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that they're for children or anything. But like, I don't know. Somewhere along the line, I just like stopped really liking those. They I used to love them, but like now I'm just like, yeah, take them or leave them.
1: All right. Last question about uh, chips and yeah. or snacks. Go for. Uh, flaming hot or normal cheetos.
0: Uh, normal Cheetos, if I'm getting any sort of, like, hot snack like that, you gotta go Andy Capp's Hot Fries all day.
1: I don't like those. Why? Don't like them. They're not perfect. A big hot person. They're so light. I with my chips, but when I do, I go with Flamin' Hot Cheetos.
0: I agree with you. I'm not, I'm not big on, like, hot chips either. Like, I don't like a ton of the, like... Even though I would say that the spicy sweet chili, they got a little bit of a kick to them. But also, like, if I'm eating a chip, like, I don't want it to be hot
1: perpetually. Although that would yeah, probably help because then wrong. I wouldn't eat I the hot entire stuff. bag. Yeah. We both like hot stuff. Yeah.
0: Just but, something about, like, chips being yeah. hot. It's just, like.
1: Something about making me thirsty and making my mouth hot at the same time. It just doesn't really yes. gel with me. I'm with you. All right. What are
0: we talking uh, about? <laughs> We've got a really fun episode for you guys today. We're taking a trip down memory lane. Today's episode is all about cards. Hockey cards, baseball cards. I love cards. You love cards. If you've ever, at any point in your life, collected hockey cards or or whatever kind of card, I think you're going to enjoy today's episode.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I was a big... I have two three-ring binders that are just three and a half inches thick broken up into conferences of the of like nhl cards probably from i mean i've got ones from the early 90s the mid 90s and then you know i got those from my uncles and then it went straight from probably 2001 to probably it stopped in 2012 well there you go what about you
0: i uh i collected probably right up until I mean, I was like collecting them from a very young age and then I probably stopped collecting them when I was like 12 or 13, just cause it was like, I didn't have any money, you know? So I had to like get them for a birthday gift. And at that point you like, you wanted other things. So it I is like, what it is. I to yeah, play. exactly. So we're going to go over, you know, your favorite brands, some of the favorite cards in our collections. I went through mine yesterday and I found a ton of like great special edition, like autographs, Jersey cards, stuff like that. Those were always my favorite. Uh, so we're gonna get into that, plus a whole lot more. But first, before we do that, we got to get to some uh, some Red Wings news and notes, bits and bobs, weaves and woves, whatever you want to call them. Uh, not a lot has gone on since we've we've last talked to you. Nothing essentially groundbreaking that we would have to uh, fit it into an earlier episode in the week. By the way, if you guys haven't checked out Jeopardy from this week, I can't say that I'd highly recommend it, but I would definitely recommend going back to our two-part Jeopardy episode from Monday and Tuesday. Uh, It was a lot of fun. We
1: actually had listeners calling out our guests for how poor they did. Yes.
0: And if you're one of those listeners, feel free to uh, shoot us a DM on Twitter. Tell us that you would like to participate. This is going to be a reoccurring thing where we have new listeners coming in, playing Locked On Red Wings Jeopardy for the ultimate prize of a selling $7 trophy. Uh, Bits and bobs, we've got first, Matthias Brom, Gustav Lindström, loaned out to Swedish teams over the past week. Brom to Orbreo of the SHL and Lindström to Tuma of uh, Hockey uh, Hockey Allsvinskin, pardon me, uh, the second-ranked Swedish league out there. Obviously, this is good news. I mean, anybody who hopes that these guys can mature – and to uh, players that will, you know, be regular staples in the Red Wings lineup next season, they will definitely be helped along by getting some time over in Europe before the season starts. They start training camp here in the coming weeks. So uh, uh, other news, we have Mike Green retiring at age 34. Uh, Mike Green obviously was here for five years, got Delta Edmonton at the deadline for a fourth-round pick, and then played just two games for sprinting his MCL and then opting out of the restart uh yeah what a career for mike green it, it, it's very very kind of sad it, it, a little bit early for for him
1: i will forever remember mike green at the year that he put up 30 goals on washington's blue line with ov and he they that was just the most terrifying offensive team in the league and they just bowed out in the second round how much fun well, was that though yeah, I know. You just got to remember the good times. It was very unfortunate that he was his career was really so injury riddled, you know. Absolutely. Like, I mean, he like was a guy of that speed at like that skill when he was in his prime. He was one of the most terrifying man, men to ever quarterback a power play in the NHL. It really is a shame
0: like you mentioned that like his injury or his career was so injury marred because it's one of those things where, like, you look back at the legacy that he had, and I, I feel like it's just not fair that somebody who was as dominant and as terrifying, like you said, uh, for a stretch of time, like, ended up coming away with only two All Star game appearances. I think one of them was with the Red Wings, yeah, in 2018. So he only had one All Star appearance with the Capitals, finished second in Norris voting twice. But outside of that, not much like tangible recognition for the career that he had.
1: Yeah, you wish he had a shot at a cup in the last Ever? five years of his career. Just, you know, hey, happy trails. I wish him the best. He's gonna be able to spend time with his family. Yeah. He you made your money.
0: He still showed up, put up a, a pretty considerable amount of points. He had over 25 points
1: every single year he was here,
0: had 36. In 2017, 35 and 2016, and then uh, it kind of dipped this year with 11 points in 48 games. But other than that, I mean, like I said, just a, just a, a trustworthy first pairing defenseman. And yes. I'll always and I'll always remember him too. Another thing that I remember, this is like a childhood thing because I was like probably 12 when I was watching this video, was that video of Mike Green and Ovi on the golf court, on golf cart, and they're like racing through like the bowels of uh the verizon center or whatever and there's like a, a door that's like about to close and ovi just absolutely guns it and they barely get under that that was that that's going to be my highlight of my green that i carry with me for the rest of my life
1: that was the video that ovi like matrixed under the closing yeah company, so. <laughs> oh my god
0: Having Mike Green on the Red Wings blue line was kind of like having rockauto.com at your disposal when something goes wrong with your car or vehicle. It's just trustworthy. It's reliable. It's the thing you can continue to go to time and time again that will never let you down, never going to give you up, never going to run around and hurt you. That is not what rockauto.com is going to do. That's what AutoZone might do. That's what O'Reilly's might do. That's what Murray's might do, but not, these guys they're a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years so go to rockauto.com right now and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet whether it's for your classic or your daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door their catalog is your Unique and remarkably easy to navigate, you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Best of all, rockauto.com's prices are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts that you can get at rockauto.com at another chain store or some other website? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And when you're checking out, just do us a favor, even when you're not checking out, Yeah, I mean, if you're just browsing, go ahead and write lockdown in there. How did you hear about us box so that they know we sent you. They've got amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. All right, it's time for the moment you've all been waiting for. We're getting back into some hockey card talk. I could not be more excited. Uh, and so the way this all came up was yesterday. Uh, I I started a Twitter giveaway at lo underscore Red Wings for giving away a free Anthony Mantha bobblehead. Go ahead, retweet and follow if you haven't done so already. I'll randomly select a winner on Friday. Uh, but I was uh, after I pulled that bobblehead out of out of my wherever it was stored in under my bed. I started finding a lot of my other memorabilia in there. And then I found my boxes of cards, like hockey cards, baseball cards, football cards. There was a couple binders in there. And wow, did that kick off like a 16-hour trip down memory lane for Old Molly I was just going through them all day. Went to my favorite card store. Went down a rabbit hole of uh, of just all of the – all the nuances of cards. Like it's been so long since I've been in the hockey card game. I could not believe some of the things I was learning just clicking around online yesterday.
1: You know, I've dabbled in it. I want to just take a break at work or something. Just search up Jersey cards of like Ilya Kopelchuk on the thrashers or something like that. Try and find something fun. I've just never really been able to just pull the trigger and just have fun and just kind of top up my serotonin for the day. Dude, it's insane. Like, <laughs> right? <Yeah>. Uh,
0: like, <laughs> yeah, I cannot I <laughs> believe how many cards out there are... Like, I would estimate, like, just in the research that I did, I would estimate that there are over a mi- at least a million sports cards out there that are worth more than $1,000. And I think that might be a conservative estimate. Just after everything I looked through yesterday, I I was absolutely flabbergasted i checked out this website it's called comc.com i think it's like check out my uh but they have like it's just like in a uh, worldwide card trading website and you go and you look at like you can look at like team sets they have like a Dominic cossack card in there for like two grand like a Dominic cossack red wings card it's just insane because then i started getting into all like the like why is this card worth so much compared to this card and all the parallels out there and all that other stuff. I was absolutely flabbergasted. Next thing you know, it's five o'clock in the morning and I'm on uh, an estate sale auction website bidding $200 on a 1952 Brooklyn Dodgers card because I know for sure I'll be able to make my money back off of it. And then some I'm currently the leading bidder. We'll see how it goes.
1: No way. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it's all good because it's it's graded real high. I'll be able to sell it for probably at least $400 profit. <laughs> you know, just estimating. Something like that. Uh, but when you were growing up, what were some of your favorite cards? Because I know you got binders full.
1: You know, I I wasn't uh, – I guess if I had to pick one, it'd, it'd be – I think upper deck was the biggest thing. I was upper we deck up, through and through. Big Big upper deck guy. But, you know, I wasn't – I wasn't picky. I was a big uh, you know, like the Pacific mid 2000s uh brand. I got those mm-hmm. a lot. Um I wouldn't stray from like I mean, I would even go with like Opichi and stuff like that. Opichi was I, great. I had no issue with uh, dude, whatever I can get my it was basically yeah. like whatever had the most cards per pack yeah. that I could convince my mom to buy for me. Correct. I'm one hundred percent with you. I got I just really- opened up. Uh, I just opened up like a binder just to see some names and jog the memory. I'm just looking at a geek carbono card from
0: nineteen ninety. Hmm. Where those nineteen ninety ones are are barely
1: worth anything.
0: And that's another thing that I found is that in the eighties the card uh, industry boomed. So then all of these like company started coming out of the woodwork and was like hey we're going to take advantage of all of this card craze and then they flooded the market with uh like just a shit ton of different brands and stuff like that and then that pretty much just killed
1: all the momentum that it had i'm looking i'm looking at a marcel josa upper deck card from 2006 yeah mary Hosa's brother who was in the nhl for about four seasons
0: yeah I mean, there are some really Do good – I found some great ones. Oh, yeah. How did you not know that? He was your, no, he's your favorite player. No, oh, I oh, knew oh, that. Oh, I didn't oh, know oh, oh, if you knew okay. that. Yeah, I did know that. Uh, so I found some real, me, oh. real gems yesterday. Sorry. Sorry.
1: Okay. Sorry. Give me a check.
0: I'm not sorry. So, uh Go some of the back ones I <laughs> yeah, some of the ones I got from yesterday, just like going through my collection. Well, sorry. Let me back this up for a second. I have like two separate collections. One is like my special <laughs> collection. It's like jersey cards, autograph cards. Let me run through you, uh some of the highlights. I got a Danny Heatley jersey card and a Danny Heatley autograph card. I have a Nicholas Lidstrom jersey card that I remember distinctly. It was like the only thing I wanted for my birthday. I saw it at DC sports for like five years of my life. Like everything I wanted for my birthday was just things I saw at DC sports. So that was kind of just like how it went. Like I have an Alexi Yashin autograph puck. Why? I have no idea, but I do. Uh, So it's like, it's like a nice Lidstrom Jersey card. I got a Chris Osgood autograph card, not worth much, but you know it was really, really cool to me as a kid because uh, I was just big into autographs. Nice Ed Belfour jersey card. It's like a beautiful blue Toronto Maple Leaf sweater in there. Um, I have a Willie Horton, uh, former Tiger from like the sixties or seventies or something you. like that. Okay. Uh, it's part of his game used bat. So that was pretty sick, and then uh, the sign of the Times editions, which is that Chris Osgood autograph one. I also have Dane Dwayne Rolison, Philip Suave, and then with the MVP signatures, I got Dan Cloutier. So just a just a real uh, motley crew, if you will, of uh, <laughs> of these of these. Was that teams. a real?
1: Is that a real autograph from Dan with the MVP one? Yes, yes, it is. Dan, look at you! I and... never got lucky like that. I didn't either. Well,
0: so the card store that like was by my house. So, okay, here's the thing I would, uh, sorry to any of my childhood friends who are listening to this podcast. But one thing I used to do was because I never got, had luck with any of those either. And I could never get like the real good ones. You know, I just got like the generic sets, which is fine. Mom, if you're listening, you did a great job. I love those things. Uh, but they always had like the nicer ones. So that what I would do is I would just like take my regular ass cards and, uh, I would autograph them myself. Like I would like spend time studying the signature online, then I would sign it. And then I would trade them to my friends for their real Jersey and autograph cards,
1: like a piece of shit. Okay. I have a couple questions. Yeah. Did you, did you look up the autographs before you did it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I just said. And, I you'd, used to,
1: so you, and you'd practice it.
0: I would practice it. And then uh, <laughs> there are a couple deck giveaways. Though one I signed with a, a uh, gold paint pen, which just looked awful, uh, and I would always sign like right over the guy's faces, like not. The, I had no concept of like placement, signature placement, so I would just sign it wherever. Jesus. I cannot believe. I'll have to send you some of the ones that I found
1: because it is really, really bad. That's that's awful and so creative. I know you got to You know what? Low key
0: genius. <laughs> It worked because then they, and then, you know, you go over there and you'd be like, uh, Hey, I'll trade you this Ken Griffey autograph card for your JS Giger, uh jersey <laughs> card. And they're like, are you out of your mind? And I'm like, maybe I just really like that card. See one is, would you have a deal or no? And then uh, I think one of my friends called me out for it one time, but I don't know if I was ever convicted in the court of public opinion amongst my childhood friends. So I, I think, hey, I honestly think I got away with it.
1: That's, that's bone-chillingly scary, but hilarious. I know. I was a kid, <laughs> you know? You're a very conniving child, dude.
0: My God. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Also, I got sitting in front of me here a Michael Pekka jersey card. Lots of, like, random. Also, uh, another thing I used to do was go to the store, like, this card shop. It said, like, 17 and Ryan in Sterling Heights. And uh, they have, like, a glass case of, like, all specialty cards. And I would just go and, like, whatever the cheapest one was I would get. So that probably explains, like, the Michael Pecca jersey card and, yeah. like, all the random ones that I have because uh, I never – I was just such a big, like, autographed and game-used – like, I didn't care who it was, what the jersey – was like, I didn't care. I just wanted a piece of the game-used jersey in the, in the card.
1: So, like, what I – I was just all about – expanding my brand i just wanted <laughs> i wanted the box like every single year for my birthday i wanted like the upper deck box set of like 12 or 13 of the packs of 10 and then that's what i would do oh, those are great then i'd put them all in order and then I'd put them in the <laughs> the sleeves and then i'd never touch them again i'd just look at them i was all about just expanding as much as i possibly could
0: I was never big into the organizing after the fact like mine is just all such a mixed and matched like jumble of whatever. Like I'll have like a 2008
1: that doesn't surprise Fleer next to a
0: 1990 you know
1: tops. All mine are broken down into like they're all the same teams and oh no God same, no like, the same pack and, and it's all in like chronological order as well. And that was like nine-year-old me that's how yeah. crazy i was
0: good for you yeah. we should uh and i remember like you just you talked about like the the box set that you just take along i remember like the feeling of like trying to savor at the moment like you would open one and then you look at it and be like wow cool and then like you'd like look around and like Just try and take it all in because, like, once like that, just the feeling of knowing, like, I don't know what card is on the other side of this one, is just such a rush. That, like, you, it's, it was so hard to fight that urge.
1: I know. I remember, like, going through and just being, like, from the back seat, just telling my mom every single one that I got. (laughs) She has absolutely no clue who ninety-nine percent of these guys are, besides any of the Red Wings. Oh man, good times. I never, get... I never got into, like, the jersey cards. Like, just the ones that I would get in a box. Like, I have random, random ones. Like, I have a Christian Ehrhoff uh, when he played for San Jose. <laughs> a Jordan Leopold when he played for Calgary. And, like, a radic Dvorak with the Rangers. Those are my three jersey cards. I've never had any other ones. They're I my favorite, I think. Ones. Oh, my gosh. I have an autographed
0: Wayne Gretzky hockey card. I don't know where it is. I was, uh, so another thing I got into was like the self-addressed stamped envelopes, autograph seeking. And I only sent like three or four of them out, but one of them I sent to was to Wayne Gretzky and he sent it back in like two weeks. It's beautiful. It's a blue Sharpie. I, I have no idea where it is. And the reason that I lost it, uh, is because, well, not the reason I lost it. I lost it because I'm an idiot. Uh, but so I remember, so I had this card, right. And I was like, how do I keep it safe from burglars? So I had, uh, do you, did you ever have like, they were called illustrated classics and it would be like very like classic books, like white Fang or Moby Dick, but then they'd like dumb it down for kids. And I had like a bunch of those and I, I wanted to do the thing where like you cut out a hole in the in the book and then like you keep secret stuff in there but it was a hockey card so Disney it was just as thin heart. as the paper so it was basically just a bookmark and then since i like it, it just i don't know where it is i have no idea i'm gonna I, that should be my i think i'm gonna that do that before so i go to sad. bed tonight i know, I know. yeah <laughs> something like that it's not in very good condition either like i don't know what i was thinking uh, just young mind. <laughs> I know. Uh, I honestly, I haven't really matured from that though, because I know I found it in like the last year or two, and then like I was just like sick.
1: What? God damn,
0: Nolan. I know. I'll find it eventually, and I'll send you a picture of it. It's really sick.
1: Okay. I wanna. I wanna tell. I wanna give you the list. I think I was in. I was in a Kmart in two thousand two with my mom and my grandma just really started getting into hockey. And I was just stumbled into the, uh, trading cards, um, aisle and I come, I came out with these two packs of like victory. o one o twos, And I'm like, Hey mom, Hey, can I, can I get some of these? Is it okay if you buy these for me? And she says, yeah, that. let's do it. And, So I'm sitting in the back of my mom's white Chevy Lumina. (laughs) Remember all of this. And dude, let me just read you the, the names that I got. It's without a doubt to this day, the best two packs of hockey cards I've ever opened in my life. All right, let's hear. Sergey Fedorov on the Red Wings. Beautiful. Shiger on Anaheim, Pavel Demetra, St. Louis, Darian Hatcher on Dallas, Nabakov, Thornton, Le Cavalier, Hosa on Ottawa, wow. Ron Francis on Carolina, uh, Miroslav Satan on Buffalo, Rod Brendamore, Carolina, um, Ziggy Palfi on LA, Marion Gabarick, Rookie Card, West Walls, Minnesota, uh, Redeem Verbata, and then Brent Sopel on Vancouver. And uh, <laughs> That's a, that's quite uh, the haul. For two packs. Yeah, and after that, I was hooked.
0: We should do something. We should find a way to do like a community card opening. Like, we should, you know, we should do this sometime like in the next week or two is like go to Walmart, buy a bunch of packs, and then we'll open them live on Periscope.
1: Dude, that sounds perfect.
0: That'd be a great time.
1: I'd love to do that. All right, perfect. We have to to find, uh, well, I guess it would have to be. I was going to think we could like try and like go on eBay or something and pick up some like cards from like 0809 like a box set or something like that just for some nostalgic value. I like that.
0: You got to be real careful though. When I was doing my research last night about how to uh, build an empire by trading and selling cards. Uh, That was one of the places to look out for it was on eBay. Really interesting marketplace on eBay for like old cards. You have some people who do it in this way and that's, they take every, they'll buy like a 1990 whatever box, like a complete set. And then they'll take them and they'll sell them individually so that anybody who's like, oh man, all I'm missing is so-and-so from my collection. They can just go on there and buy it. And then boom, that card's gone. You just made a dollar profit on it and there's other people who like buy the lots and they'll be like hot pack hot pack guaranteed one autograph plus two uh jersey cards and it's all a sham. So you got to be careful about that.
1: You know, one of my coworkers actually buys like the very expensive like $200 boxes off of uh I don't want to give out the the he's kind of secretive with that. I'm not going to give out the website. But it's like bulk and there's it's guaranteed to get You know, it's a, it's a, uh, not a gambling thing, but what did you say? You, you put in like bets. Oh, auction. Auction. Thank you. So does that and starts at like what the price of the box is and it goes up and it goes up and he'll bail at like 500 Mm -hmm. and he's made like $3,000 off of a box before. I'm telling you, I, I got it all. easy, dude. I'm
0: like, I'm, I'm about to be there. Like I'm about to go for it. And like, I just want, like, I think my next thing is I'm going to buy one single card, like worth a, a hundred or 200. And then I'm going to see if I can sell it. Cause I mean, like eventually I will be able to sell it, but I'm just curious to know like how easy it will be to move. Like what, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So we'll see, but I think we should, <laughs> we should get it. We should start a business. We'll talk about this off air. <laughs> Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow. Going to update you guys on what's going on with the NHL playoffs. Uh, give you guys a little weekend preview, all that good stuff to head off into, uh, your Saturday and Sunday. Be sure to subscribe, please, please, please share this podcast with somebody, you know, maybe somebody, maybe an old friend of yours who used to, uh, you know, uh, forge signatures on and, uh, sell them cards, at you know extreme rates and they never caught on just just send them this podcast they'll might enjoy it uh i'm certainly not going to do that because i'm a fraud uh and embarrassed about it so we'll see you guys tomorrow thanks so much for tuning in it's your team every
1: day wait 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 before before we sign off i want can you i want you to name one person (laughs) and say you're sorry (laughs) that you screwed over
0: uh I would like to apologize to my good friend Aaron. Uh, if you're out there listening to this, I definitely swindled this Jean Sebastian Jiguer jersey card off of you, and I, I do feel bad about it. And if I could do it all over again, I I would do things differently. To start, <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>